This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt and Company's new book, Your World Class Assistant. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com/assistant. Hey, happy Monday, Courtney. Oh, what if Lord. I just did the whole episode like that and like didn't acknowledge it <laughs> that I was talking weird, and you guys were like, "How are we going to talk to Blake about this? What are you talking about?" Yeah, we're not going to do that. Right, okay, let's cool. Count them in All right. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Courtney. Blake. <laughs> How's it going? It's going great. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. I'm excited about this week. I'm excited about... This episode we're getting yep. into today. Yeah, and if you're listening, um, our goal is to help you love Mondays again. And you know how we're going to do that? Tell me. We are going to teach you how to set goals that work. Have you ever not reached your goal and then just felt really down? My hand's raised. My other hand's yeah. also raised. I have too many. Super frustrating. Yeah, it stinks. And you feel like, man, I wish that uh, I could do better. Or you, you start to criticize yourself. Yeah. You? you start to feel maybe it's some shame or some guilt and you're just like, man, I just need to do better. I don't know why I can't hit my goals. I must not be trying hard enough. Yeah. Or just like this goal thing is just like overrated. I'm just going to stop doing those. Exactly. I have really good news for you today. If that's you, the problem is not you. You do not stink at reaching goals. That's right. It's you're not a high you. achiever. It's not you. You're a high achiever. Look, you're listening to the focus on this That's podcast. That's right. You're already on a great track this you're week. You're a winner. Yeah. <laughs> the problem's not you. The problem is actually your goal. Your goal might be a bad one. Yeah. You need to set up a game you can win, and the way you do that is with a smarter goal. That's right. A smart, no, wait, you said smarter goal, and I've heard of smart goals. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Actually, you don't just need smart goals because those are good, but they're not great. <laughs> what you need is a smarter goal. That's right. A smarter goal. What we mean by that is you need a framework to rewrite your goals in a way that makes them achievable. Yeah. But before you get there, Blake, how are you, Verbs? Doing well, Courtney. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Good. Good. Hey, I got something I want the people to hear. Would you like to know what it is? Uh, yeah, I would. All the people are waiting. I'm dying. I'm willing to bet. <laughs> I was a betting man. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are good that you know at least two or three people who need this episode. So why not be a great friend and text them right now, unless you're driving, wait till you park the car, and be the friend that you'd like to have and share the love with your Focus Challenged buddies Share this episode with the hashtag focused on this podcast. And don't forget to join the full focus community right there on Facebook. Blake, can we just say something for a second about that? I want to say thank you to all the people that are listening because this podcast has, well, it's really honestly exceeded all of my expectations. For sure. How many people are listening? How many people are sharing back what they're learning? It's just been honestly so humbling so thank you to everybody listening genuinely thanks for making this a part of your day we really appreciate it if you have been in that place where you've tried to set goals and for some reason you're like it must be me because i'm 
Maybe I got the planner. Maybe I'm trying to do this stuff. I downloaded the apps, but I just can't seem to hit my goals consistently. The problem maybe isn't you. It might just be you've got a bad goal. You may not even have a goal that's even achievable. Yeah. If you're somebody that has PTSD from like the New Year's resolution goal culture that we live in, we've got help today. That's right. We are going to introduce you to a framework that you can follow to rewrite your goals. Because maybe you had great intentions. When we say, hey, your goal is bad, we don't mean that it was, un, you know, that you had bad intentions or that, or that it was- you're bad. Or that you're bad. Your, you're idea, your idea was probably great. But how you write your goals, wait for it, is how you reach your goals. Can you say that Doesn't again? that sound smart? I came up with that. You did. How you write your goals- is how you reach your goals. It's, I like that. Im- it's important how you write it down. And so that's what the Smarter Framework is. It's going to help you craft a goal that you can actually achieve. It's awesome. All right. So let's get it started. Give me the Smarter Framework, I should mention, is an acronym. So we're going to go right through that acronym so that you can write your goals down and achieve them. So, Courtney, what's the first S? Yeah, the first S it's is... It's actually the only S. It's smarter. <laughs> yes, good it, job, Blake. Yeah. You can spell. It starts with S. It is specific. It is really important that your goal is not vague. And a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people do this. If you're in the car thinking about your goals, you may have done this. Your goal has to be specific. Yeah, this is a challenge. Whenever I talk to someone, hey, what's your goal? What's the goal you have this goal? Well, you know, I really want to get sales up. You know, I talk to people all that all the time. I'm on the phone with them. Hey, what's your goal for your business? Well, you know, we really want to see our revenue grow. Yeah, or or you know, I really want to get healthy. Yeah, I want to be healthy. I want to I want to be I want to be more present with my family. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really nice sounding thing, but it's not achievable, right? Because you're it's too vague. Yeah, how do you make progress on that? You can't do it. Nope. So you got to drill down, get specific. So let's say you know to use the last example. Hey, I want to be more present with my family. To be more specific would be, I want to leave my phone in the other room every time we sit down for dinner. That's my goal. No phone dinner. Yeah, that's a specific goal. You know if you're making progress on it because you can say that happened or it It didn't. didn't happen. Yep. All right, what's the M stand for? M is measurable. So we kind of actually gave some examples of some goals that aren't measurable. So we want to put a metric with your goal so you know if you're making progress. Exactly. When in doubt, put a number on it. Maybe it's a percentage, a dollar figure, whatever it is. Let's say you wanted to, hey, I want to get rich this year. I want to grow my revenue. Put a number on it. What does that actually look like? Put put a finish line towards that goal. Yeah, or if it's a habit that you're trying to establish, mm-hmm. you know, how often do you need to do that? That's right. That would be measurable. Exactly. So we've got uh, specific. Your goal needs to be specific and your goal needs to be measurable. We're on A of the Smarter Framework and it is? Actionable. Boom. Yeah. So no using the word B. Yeah, to be, I want to be fit. I want to have fun. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it needs to be actionable. It should start with a verb, you know, an action verb, one that's going to like get you going on this goal. Exactly. So you wouldn't say, for instance, hey, I want to be a better photographer. You would say, I want to take West Wages photography course. Yeah, exactly. That's something I can do. Yes. 
be a f- better photographer, I'm not sure exactly how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so look at your verb structure. Make sure that you could actually take action on your goal. Your goal needs to be actionable. We want to be specific, measurable, actionable, and then we've got R. Oh, I love this one. R is risky. Mm-hmm. This is where we steer a little different. If you've heard of the SMART framework, you know, that's been popularized kind of in our culture. Yeah. This one is unique to the SMARTER framework. Tell us a little bit about it. What do you mean by risky? Yeah, it needs to be a little bit of a stretch. You are actually more likely to achieve your goal if it makes you a little uncomfortable. And you have to be careful not to get into delusional. So like, you know, if I was to say like, I'm going to be in the Olympics at the next Olympics. I don't know when the next one is, but (laughs) that would just be, you know, crazy. But to be risky is really good for your goal. Exactly. They've done research on this, that if you make a goal, sometimes you can be tempted to set a goal that you know you can hit. You know, it's not really oh, that yeah, risky. yeah, it's not a goal. And that's not really a good goal. And in fact, if you know you can hit it, you're actually less productive. It's kind of this weird psychology. Yeah. But if you take a little bit of risk, if you push yourself a little bit and go, hey, you know, I want to put, make myself a little uncomfortable. So you should feel a little bit uneasy, like, you know, I don't know if I can hit this, or I don't know all the steps to hit this goal yet. Right. I just know that it's a little risky. It makes me a little uncomfortable. That's a good goal. Yeah, and that uncomfortable feeling is going to get your focus. Mm, that's smart. Yep, smarter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So it needs to be specific, measurable, actionable, risky, and then T. Time keyed. So the truth is a lot, we, we run by deadlines and your goal needs a deadline. You're not going to, you're like, when are you going to get that done? It's just like out there in limbo, like, oh, sometime you need a deadline again to help you focus on getting your goal accomplished. That's right. So if you're setting an achievement goal, a one-time accomplishment, that's, that's the deadline that you're going to hit it by. That's the, yeah. that's the finish line that you just mentioned. There's also habit goals, meaning a goal that you want to uh, install yeah. a habit. You want to do something multiple times. And that, you know, the time key for that is a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, let me give you a bad example of that. That would be, you know, I want to go to the gym three times per week. That sounds like a pretty good goal. It sounds like it, but a better version of that would be go to the gym three times per week for 13 weeks, starting on November 15th. That's much better. Yeah. I could even one up it. You ready oh, for this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to the gym three times per week after breakfast for 13 weeks starting on November 15th. Mm. Yeah, I see. I've got a time. How many times? A frequency, right? Yeah. I've got a time trigger. It's going to be after, after breakfast, breakfast. And I've got a duration for 13 weeks. And finally, I've got a start date. I've got an interesting factoid for you guys. We just as we're talking about about deadlines, the origin of the term deadline, it was a white line that was drawn around the Andersonville prison of war camp during the Civil War. And if any prisoner crossed that line, they were shot dead. That's what I would call powerful motivation. Yikes. <laughs> Verbs, you know, usually Blake is the one on this podcast taking us really deep and serious. That was a scuba moment. Yes. yes. Wow. Wow. Well, the good news is going to the gym three times per week, the stakes are slightly lower. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's good. Hopefully you're starting to see that 
in this smarter framework, when you write your goals that specifically, with that type of time key around that goal, all of a sudden, it becomes crystal clear how you're going to achieve it, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So we're almost through the smarter framework. We've got specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time keyed. And what does the E stand for? My favorite one. Exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It's your favorite? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to do boring things with my goals. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I mean, I think on our last podcast, actually, we had a caller that called with a project that they thought was a goal. And the first thing I asked her was, is painting your trim? Are you excited about that? Uh, This is a really if you struggle with is something a project or a goal? Where should this fit in my life? This is a great one to ask yourself. Am I excited about this goal? And this is not just a feel good recommendation. You know, Michael Hyatt, we were for Michael Hyatt and company, Michael Hyatt created this smarter framework. And the exciting line, when I first saw that, I was like, oh yeah, sure. So it it makes me feel good. And I guess that's nice. But the truth is it's based in real data. It's based in research about uh, whether or not people actually achieve what they want to achieve. Yeah. I mean, just think about it for a second. Do you think you're more likely to achieve a goal that you feel like ho-hum about? Or do you think you're more likely to achieve a goal you're excited about? Last thing I'll add is that it really forces you to be creative. You know, maybe there's some things that you realize, hey, I I should really do this, but you don't want your goal to be full of should, right? Yeah. You you want it, you need to have some personal excitement and investment into it because you're going to encounter resistance when you try to achieve a big goal. Yeah. For example, like if you're like, I should save some money every month. I did that in your voice, Blake. <laughs> I should save some- That sounded a lot like me. I was sure. trying. Yeah. yeah. But if you said, you know, having a strong why, like I want to save money so that we can go on a big vacation in five years or, you know, that really gets you like, yes, I'm excited, even though it's a financial goal and you may feel, eh, but to have a really- Let's make it more excited. Let's take a vacation this year. Okay. I'm yeah. save this- money so I can take vacation in five years. <laughs> it's not exciting enough. Five okay, years. Okay. But I think you get the point. It needs to be it needs to have a component of it that you're excited about. Awesome. Okay, we're almost through the smarter framework. Your goal needs to be specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time-keyed, exciting, and finally, and there are two Rs here. The last <laughs> R is relevant. And this one is so key. This is something especially if you're a high achiever and you love goals, you're a dreamer, you've got all the dreams in the world and you try to compress them all on top of each other. Um it just won't work. You That's right. Got to make sure that your goals are relevant. Yep, it needs to be relevant to your season of life. And you need to make sure that your goals don't conflict with each other. Yeah. Right? Like I, I'm thinking back to when uh, our baby girl, Felicity, was born, and I had all these goals that I wanted to achieve before the end of the year, and the reality was I had to reckon with the fact of, oh, well, we are in a unique season here where maybe I'm getting a little less sleep, maybe I need a little bit more attention at home. It's probably not the best time to set my goal for hitting the gym five times a week at 6 a.m., right? It actually needs to be relevant to my season of life. Yeah, I think that's it's so key. Season of life and then just putting your goals side by side. And if you are married, it's also important to put your goals side by side with your spouses because they could actually conflict with each other. Has that ever happened to you, Courtney? It, it has. <laughs> actually, I think we mentioned um, on the last podcast episode that 
I had a really big financial goal and my husband had a really, you know, aggressive vacation goal and they just didn't work together. Exactly. If your goals aren't relevant, you'll, you won't achieve them and you won't necessarily know why. And the truth is you actually just set it up to fail. You set it up to work against yourself in, in your process of goal achievement. And that's the beauty of the smarter framework. It's going to help your goals be ironclad, perfect, written like you can achieve them. Yeah, it's a framework for goal success. Exactly. So let's go over that one more time. I know I've rehashed it a bunch, but it's a lot to take in if you've never tried to absorb this. So the smarter framework, there's seven elements. Specific, your goal needs to be measurable, actionable, risky, time-keyed, exciting, and relevant. Yeah, and can I just say one thing about this? It's really easy to think about this as just like, okay, goals for work. This works in all domains of life. It does work for work. So if you want to write some goals in your professional life, you want to roll some new goals out for your team, it works. If you want to have a financial goal and you want to have a spiritual goal, a relational goal, it works. So it doesn't matter where you're applying this, it's going to work. Yep, try it out, and I guarantee you, you will feel more confident than you ever have about achieving your goals, and you'll feel excited again. All right, Verbs, what do you have for us today? You know what, Blake? I just want to send a huge thanks and a shout-out to Cindy Weatherford, Mike Brooks 007, and The Jesse DeShazo, three of our latest reviewers on iTunes. And if you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast already, would you do that today? Your ratings also help keep the show visible for other high achievers like yourself. Good, bad, or indifferent, we really do want to hear what you think. And now, Mr. Joel Hughes. Joel Hughes. Hey, Joel. How are you doing? It's Blake Stratton. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Where are you from, Joel? I'm from Stowe, Ohio. Awesome. O-H. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go Bucks. Hey, Joel, today we are talking about the smarter framework for goals. Is that something that you use when you set your goals? Uh, to be honest, not really. That's probably my most difficult area of using the full focus planner is the goals pages. Oh, that's great. Okay, so tell us, what is, what's the frustration there? I think it's because I don't know anything about... Um, like uh, project planning or uh, project management. And so I have goals. I know that. Um, and, and then I don't know how to um, like break them down into different things to do. I mean, I kind of do that intuitively and from experience, but then to break it down into a realistic um, timeline and uh, elements is hard for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. So how many goals do you have uh, right now? Like, let's just look at uh, your next 90 days. Um, I got about three and then these are for the semester and I've already done two of them. And so, I mean, I know I will get my goals done. Um, and I try to have about three per, well, you know, quarter or semester. Awesome. That's great. So yeah, when we think about the smarter framework, what we're talking about is really how you construct or how you write those goals initially. So what mm -hmm. I hear you saying is, is that the challenge for you? Or it's really more about, well, once I've written my goal, I struggle with what to do next. Um, 
it's probably at the, you know, opening phase of actually writing the goal. Cause I tend to just write bullet points, like, you know, complete the accreditation study. Yeah. That kind of thing. Okay. This is great. So, uh, Blake has a saying, what can you say? You said it earlier on the podcast. Mm. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> how you write your goals is how you reach your goals. Yeah. Okay. So do you mind telling us one of your goals? Uh, sure. One of my goals is to finish a uh, meta-analysis of uh, antidepressants uh, for a research journal. I All mean, right. that sounds really smart. I was going to say, one thing we've already established <laughs> is Joel is way smarter than me. But when it comes to the smarter framework, maybe we can help yeah, you out. Yeah, maybe we can yeah. help you out a little bit. Okay. Yeah, help me out. All right. Can you just say that one more time because you lost me at like the second word. <laughs> let, let, write a research article. <laughs> That's simpler. Okay, write a research article. So the first S of the smarter framework is specific. Now, this is pretty specific, but yeah. do you know, and I think you may have mentioned this earlier, but do you know what the research article is that you, that you need oh, to yeah. write? Yeah, I already have the title. I know what journal it's going to. The second letter of the smarter framework is M, which means it's measurable. Now, this, mm -hmm. I, I would say, is pretty measurable. Do you know, you know, in, in terms of that article, it, it's really just the one piece right or is it multiple volumes oh no it's one piece is it is there a certain well, link? yeah there's a bunch of requirements for the article but i know all that and uh, okay, i actually pre-registered the the project so that's it's great laid out very carefully that's great i'm glad i'm super glad you know that let's put it in your goal what does that length need to be we could say um you know five thousand words great so we're going to write a 5,000-word research article on meta-analysis. <laughs> and um, next is actionable. Now, you've already got that because it's an action. Yeah. You know, writing is an action that's great. Uh, so that's a check there. And then what's the next uh, letter, Courtney? R. That's risky. Yeah, so that's a great question, Joel. This is one for you. Does this Is this goal risky for you? Um. It's risky in the sense that I don't know what the answer is, but that's why we do the, the research. Yeah, And so great. other than that, I mean, not really risky to, like, my professional life or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I think that checks that box, too. Okay, so here's one that's really important that I haven't heard yet, and that is T, which stands for time keyed. So do you have a deadline for this? No, I don't. <laughs> that's yeah. part of the problem. Been working on it for a year. Mm, okay. okay, so I'm just going to throw out a date here. If we said December 31st, would that work? Oh, yeah. Is that... That would work. Is that risky? Should we move it up? Could you do... Um, I, I would say finals week, because it should be done by finals week. Okay, what, okay. what what's that date? Was, I think it's roughly December 9th. Cool, December 9th. So we are doing great here. We've got the deadline, and then we uh, the E stands for exciting. Are you interested in this meta-analysis? Is this exciting to you? Yes. <laughs> you can be honest. I'm very excited about it. I know it. you get Okay, no, cool. I really am. Okay, good. That's great. Um, well, let me, I'm actually going to dig into that once more. How's it going to feel when you finish this? I'm going to feel satisfied and uh, pleased with myself and the team. I'm writing it with students, and so it's good for them. It makes me feel like I'm contributing to their uh, preparation for their careers. Yeah. That's great. That's so you awesome. get some of that positive feedback and reinforcement. Whenever you're down and you feel like procrastinating, just imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine that moment. And it's kind of great back. when it's other people are actually going to be able to celebrate with you in your goal achievement. Yep. 
Okay, the final R of the Smarter Framework is relevant. And so this one is uh, just something to sort of gut check in terms of our deadline and this goal itself. Is this something that uh, in this season for you, it sounds like it's pretty relevant. Like it's this is something that you've already committed to with your students? Yeah. Yeah, it's very relevant. Okay, Everybody cool. knows we're working on this. Okay, great. So let's let's read back this goal, Courtney. I mean, I, please don't make me read this because I don't, I still don't, I have meta analysis and then I've got, okay. you know. <laughs> we are going to write a 5,000 word research article, uh, the details of which will be unnamed for the audio. Uh, <laughs> we edited that out. I nailed it, but Verbs edited it out in post. Um, we are going to write that research article for, uh, what was the journal that you're submitting it to? Uh, a Journal of Cardiopulmonary Rehabilitation and Prevention. Mm, that's what I thought. That's what I was going to guess. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, for that journal by December 9th, 2019. There we go. That's the smarter yep. framework there. Okay. So I wrote that down. Great. So you wrote it down. Now, I'm curious in terms of taking that and making it, breaking it down into projects, that's kind of another conversation, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the next step for you now is to, to actually, if you... Um, do you have a full focus planner? Oh yeah. So I'm on your, number six on your goal. Oh, nice. In your goal detail page, it's actually going to walk you through next steps. Um, but part of what may be hindering you is just having the deadline that you're, you've committed to. Mm-hmm. Would you say Work that that's kind of holding there. you back? Yeah, I think so. Cause we tend to just do whatever's in front of us a lot. So Joel, do you need some outside accountability here? Because you've told us this deadline and you've told all of our listeners, your deadline. <laughs> I think I have it now. The pressure we, is I'm on. Sure my students are going to be asking me. Yeah, no, but it's it not now that you have the deadline. This is why that's so important. Is you can reverse engineer your weeks. So you know, look exactly. at December. You can look at the calendar or what's coming ahead, and start you know let these things start showing up in your weekly big three and your daily big three. Yep, exactly. And if you need to, you can even go ahead and date all of your pages and kind of think through when you need to hit certain mile markers. That makes sense. Awesome. Joel, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It was fun. That was a great call with Joel. What stuck out to you? Yes, that was like perfect for what we're talking about today. Yeah, I think it's really easy to not take the time to craft these well because we just think, oh, I'll just write down that I'm going to do a journal. I have it in my head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, that just, it doesn't work. That's that's why people, you know, we get stuck in this New Year's resolution culture and then we fail. Yeah, it can't be overstated that just taking a moment to craft and write your goal using this framework makes a huge difference because you may not even realize what's been unclarified in your mind about your goal until you go through this framework. And it looks like, you know, we helped Joel out there a little bit yeah. in terms of setting his deadline and getting some motivation going to, to get that article to the, the journal submitted. <laughs> you know what? I cannot wait to read it. And we'll be like, <laughs> we, not, won't we won't understand. We won't understand it. But we'll be like, maybe we helped this journal article become a thing in a journal that I can't pronounce. So this is going to be amazing. Well, that was the Smarter Goal Framework. We hope you try it out. Remember, if you're having trouble hitting your goals, the problem's not on you. You don't stink at hitting goals. You just need to write better goals. Smarter That's goals. right. 
You need to write. <laughs> That's right. You need to write them. And and you're going to end the year. Write them this way. It's a challenge. We love to challenge you guys. Take the challenge. Write some goals. Take whatever you got. Write them in the Smarter Framework. And we are going to say, we're going to guarantee that you're going to make progress on those goals. That's right. All right. Well, until next time, thank you so much for joining us again on the Focus on This podcast. Of course, as always, if you want to share about it with your friends, use that hashtag Focus on This podcast. And we'll see you right back here on Focus on This next Monday when we'll tell you what's wrong with your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Until next time. Stay Stay focused. focused. Awesome. Until next time. Stay focused. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt and Company's new book, Your World Class Assistant. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com slash assistant.